I'm Craig. I am a compulsive overeater, and I am a hundred pounder. Which, for a newcomer, um, my bottom weight to my top weight, I always felt like I was a 96 pounder, and then I always did. And then I did the math once; it was 102, so I made it. Yes. So I'm going to pat. Thank you, David. Thank you, brother David. Um, Ron Church. Um, I'm going to pass around the pictures. The sick, the, the sick head is, I see, is a little bit of difference. 44 waist, 33, 34 waist. That's a lot. What up? So, I came into program in 1987 or 88, I always forget. My first abstinence date was 11-8-88. Today, I have four plus years to so do the math. My ego and my way took me out a few times. Now, amidst those years, there's three men in the room, there could be more, that were my sponsors. And I got something out of all of them. And it was all their faults that I went out. No. Um, what I like to say is, this is not a glum lot. I love my life. Um, this is a serious killer disease. And now I have fun by working these steps, doing things that are completely foreign to me, and taking suggestions, not advice, taking suggestions. So what it was like, um, upper middle class Jewish family, it looked great on the outside. Just great. And I remember my dad had some issues, and the doctor said, buy him things. So, new car, new house, sold stocks, blah, 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 blah. And so, early on, you kind of hide reality by buying things, whether you have money or not. I don't know if they had money or not, but the message I got was just hide your feelings. Hide it, hide it, hide it, hide it. And for me, this is a lot of feelings and fear. I ate because I was scared. And in the fourth step, it says, blah, blah, blah. It, this, is, this is like the quick translation. Blah, 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 blah. Fear. That's the simplicity of my disease. So what it was like was it looked great on the outside. We all had our own little addictions. My sister, God bless her, is one of us and does things differently. God bless her. And uh, I have this gift. I have these tools. She does not. Good, bad? Yeah. I'm just grateful I got it. I look at this as a gift every day. So I had my life, and I was a latchkey kid, where in those days, you know, I heard the other day in a, in a share, they didn't call the, the authorities if a kid was home alone at the age of whatever. You went home, and I ate. Other kids played baseball. Other kids, I ate. I ate. And it wasn't until I, one of my first sponsors said, write a history of your compulsive overeating. Well, yeah, I didn't know. Anyway. Pen to paper, and I literally wrote, what did I do? What did I eat? I went back here, then I went back there, then I went to the bathroom, then I went and... <laughs> give me the drug, give me the cocaine, give me the cocaine. Okay. Today, I can do a line of coke. I haven't in years. I tried it. I can have two beers... Leave some food, forget it. 
my drug. So a little bit more what it was like. I was alone a lot. I had my best friend, Rick, who, by the grace of God, has two plus years of, um, of uh, sobriety, drugs and alcohol. Um, we were the same. He was brought up in my house. I was brought up in his. A lot of the same stuff. And he's an alcoholic. I'm a compulsive overeater. Our personalities as kids were so alike. And I'm doing a lot of spiritual work, which I'll get to. And the thought was, you know, name, you know, what's a great memory as a kid? In particular, one came up of him. But when I look at these, these behaviors, um, hiding that we were both gay, hiding, you know, what's going on in the house. He apparently, even in those days, was drinking. He was a great hider. I couldn't hide it. I couldn't hide it. And uh, it was a pretty intense childhood. It's a really intense, scary childhood. My father went away for a while and had a few breakdowns. And I have terrible memories. Specific, you know, people remember their younger lives and their lives in progress. By the way, everything I say is my opinion and my experience. Please, God, it's not written anywhere except in my fourth step and tenth step. And you ain't reading them. Um... You ain't hearing them. There's a few guys in here that have. Um, painful childhood. Painful childhood. And here's the deal. That is not why I got fat. That is not why I was miserable and scared. I am a compulsive overeater. I believe it's a disease. It says it in the book. Uh, I don't know why. The fact that I'm st- the fact that we're all here, I'm going to jump because I do. The fact that we're all here, there's got to be a higher power. That I'm standing in a temple, speaking, wanting to do this. In the Jewish religion, some people daub it. That's what I feel like doing, even though I'm not Orthodox. You know. The fact that I'm standing here, with my back hurting, standing, there's got to be God. And I heard the other day, if you're a newcomer and you heard God and the alarm goes on, I heard God, there's not a wrong word for God. I love that. My God today took many, many years of figuring it out. The sun comes up in the morning, it goes down at night, and it's not me. Done. You can borrow it if you want. It's not so exciting. So, that, you know, childhood, um, I was a really smart kid really high IQ and whenever I heard something good I freaked out and that's been a pattern in my life still to this day whether it was an excel in class I did really poorly first I did really well love me love me love me love me love me love me I'm the greatest I was the geek and the teachers loved me loved me proved you know love me love me love me so school I did really well, school I did really badly. I am um actor. I do not do it professionally. And a therapist said to me, the woman at twelve step me, get second paid for it. That was twenty years ago. And if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. It's still fear of rejection. And that's not why I got that. I used my disease. I used my cocaine. I used my... I don't even... You know, this is cocaine. I'm doing this, you know. Um, uh, 
anything that was good, I pushed away. I wanted to be in drama, but, you know, those weird guys were in drama. I was one of those weird guys, but I was scared of it. And then I went home and ate. And uh, it's funny, because I look at teenage pictures and I look anorexic. And the first time I lost a lot of weight, that's 10 or 8 or whatever it is, first time I lost a lot of weight, um, I got to 167. I, uh, I'll get to my weight. And I said to my sponsor, I just want to lose 10 more pounds. He said, I, Henry said, I guarantee you will want to get to 147. I said, I'm not an anorexic. He said, yet. Yet. And I actually have a dear friend that just happened to. We don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. So what happened? Uh, I was 26 or 27. So, you know, childhood, whatever happened, happened. Done. Compulsive overeater. I'm a sick, sick man with food. 26 or 27, I don't even remember. And I went to, I, I, I need therapy, but I can't afford it. I can't afford it. I can't. <laughs> you don't understand. I'm different. And a friend said, my mom's a therapist, and she has a woman she works with, and she doesn't charge. Okay? I'll go. Glad I'm being recorded. I can't, you know, can't use the words. Um, and I went, and the deal was, this is what God, in 1968, we're in an automobile accident. This is important that I should be dead, my mother should be dead, my sister should be dead. We all basically walked away from it. And I remember mom, my mom saying, God, there's a God. A little bit. Went to temple. You know, I played. and Played with my sister's charm bracelet. Hmm. Um, um, trade-off was I was here with a therapist and there was a one-way mirror with a class. So I was the gerbil. I was the little test, and they watched. And what I realized then, that was a gift to them. It wasn't money. It's all money, money and food. Um, so, first session, she said, name three things you want to change in your life. I said, relationship, profession, fat. She said, which one do you think you could do today? What do you think you can start with? I said, fat. I was like, and uh, she said, you know, a schedule of Overeaters Anonymous. I said, what is that? She goes, well, it's like alcoholism. I said, I'm not an alcoholic. The German family blood. And she said, well, I'm not either. But my husband is sober many years, and I did the same with food. And this is basically the same addiction, but with food. I went, okay. Went to a meeting either that night or uh, the night after at Los Angeles Park. And this crazy anorexic walked up to me and hugged me and said, I love you. We all love you. Welcome. I'm like, oh, my. I wanted to run. I really wanted to run. And something happened. There was a heavy guy in the corner of the room. And I went, because I was attracted to someone like me who was there. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know why, who, or what. And I went. And then someone, and I'm asking, like, all these questions as a newcomer. And they're like, just go to another meeting. But what's happening Go to another meeting. Well, what about spot? Go to another meeting. And that's kind of what I do today. Uh, I, you know, I'll answer questions if you want to hear my experience. There's two things. If you want to know how the program works for me and the guys that I work with and the guys that I work with and the women that I know, I'll share it with you. If you want to know how it doesn't work, look at the picture. Has everyone seen the picture, by the way? It's not like I'm trying to show it off. That's what it was like. 
And when I look at those pictures, when it was enlarged, I did it on purpose. Um, those eyes are sad, man. Those eyes are sad. But I was smiling with food and cornucopia on a cruise. And, and I was really sad because my father had died, right? And uh, something happened along with that. Anyways, um, so I got into program. And I went to a meeting, and it was a round thing, and they, there's this blue book, and they're passing it around. I could see everyone is reading a paragraph. And I looked at the woman next to me, and I said, what do I do? She said, read a paragraph. All right, fine. And I passed it, and finally, I looked at a guy. I said, do you want to be my sponsor? He goes, do you want to be mine? I'm like, okay, okay. And then someone told us about it. <laughs> not how it worked. <laughs> True story. Then I got a sponsor. I can't remember exactly who and why. That's all a blur, but I got a sponsor, and she said the first thing is write about food. Food. And I'm like, food? But it's about, I have steps in this and that food. And um, I will. And I touched on to that, the history of what I had done. Um, okay. Fast forward. I had 11 years. And I stood up at kitchen sink and I stood up and I said I'm Craig I'm a compulsive overeater I have 11 years and I sat down and then the man, a man in this room who was my sponsor at the time said don't you dare do that he said you took it totally for granted that's a, not a good message for the newcomer you show them the gift you show them the gratitude and that was one of the hardest things and I really didn't like them and it's one of the biggest gifts. One of the biggest gifts, because this is a gift. So I got, fast forward, got a little bit too busy. I uh, went out three times. I had 11, 5, and 2. It's better this time than ever. So once I went out on a breadstick, it's the breadstick story. I'm in New York. Two friends, breadsticks. Two friends, breadsticks. Okay, that is the disease. I saw them, they went. They went. Blur. Literally blur. Didn't want to talk. Well, I had one breadstick. I was out. I was in New York. Four or five days of binging. And when I binged and binged and binged and binged like a, like a pig, I used words. I went back to my room and I had my snack. My little healthy snack. After all that crap. All right. So then I got too busy and I went out and so then I came back for five years and did whatever. I mean, I would eat five bagels and that was abstinent. Normal people don't have five bagels. Sometimes it was six, but that was okay. Um, that was abstinence back then. Hocus, pocus, whatever. And uh, then I got too busy. Uh, oh, I had a business. I'm different. I have a business. Nobody else has a business. Nobody else came out of the closet. Nobody else had issues at home. Nobody else had money. I'm different. I'm special. Okay, I'm special. So, I uh, went out again on one M&M. One. And my sponsor at the time said, was there an intent? Trail mix. I don't eat it anymore. Was there an intent? Or were you like eating it and went, oh, sure, and didn't have another one? I said, no, there was an intent. He said, broker absence. I do not believe in slips. My thing. Why have a sobriety in Alcoholics Anonymous if you, I'm not, if you lick scotch, I doubt you're going to be sober. For me, if I go below my bottom line abstinence, 
I have broken it and will start over. That's what I learned. Sober abstinence. Okay. When M&M got back, I don't remember what my third break was. What's it like today? I went up to somebody four years ago. Spiritual awakening. I had one. I've had a few. One I remember was I got to 272 was my last weighed weight. I had a little Miata, my little play car. Not easy. Not easy to get in and out of. You know, I used to drive it like five days a week, down to one day a week, leave it in the garage and look at it. And I pulled up to my garage. I went, oh my God. Physically, emotionally, and spiritually, I was dying. And I felt it. And I felt this. Called a guy who helped me with my food. I'm not going to go into the past. Why I got there was a total God thing. Called the guy who helped me with my food. I said, I need help. I'll be there in the morning. Fine. He told me what I was allergic to as a physical thing. And then he goes, goes, but, you know, white flour and sugar, that's no big deal. I'm like, "Er, er." I said, I'm an addict. He had no idea what the 12 steps were. I said, they're not on my abstinence, but I haven't eaten them because I know they will kill me. Okay. So I called a dear friend and I said, you know, I got this, this food plan, but it's not OA approved. He goes, what is OA approved? Was it your plan? No. Fine. Okay, now I'll get into the steps. What about time? Um, Step one, I'm powerless over food. So if I say this is what I'm going to eat, if I'm powerless, who am I to decide? Come to believe that a power greater than myself can restore me to sanity. I'm turning it over to you. What do I eat? What do I eat? In a week, something feels bad. We talk about it. Made a decision to turn my will and my life over to the care of God. I don't believe it. I'm not sure. Act as if. Act as if. And then going through the steps. Four, then five, then six, then seven. Um, I am currently again on a ninth step. I haven't done the steps like I am doing them ever. Not this. I'm on a ninth step. I'm about to do, I have to write it out, the amends to my mom. Tough one. Um, I have done uh, two other amends the hardest ones I've done and I did them and everything was lala and birds were chirping and then they came back it does not say you make your amends and life is perfect I'm working on that now again I have a sponsor I have a I have about my God squad I have got like four or five people I've got one woman two women I go give me God give me God Fine, I get God. I got one guy who says, I've got a minute, what do you need? And I go, he goes, call Sam. Can you help me with so-and-so? No, I don't have experience. Call this one. Go read the book. Read the big book. I take direction. I walked up to a guy, I said, I don't know how to do this. I have a food plan. What do I do? Help me. And I listened. Because I'm powerless. I can't do it alone. If I could, I would. Sitting here with a lot of people I know from then. The fact that we're still here is an absolute miracle because this is tough. The fact that some people have kept their abstinences for 20, 30 years, that is not the disease. For me, that's God. That's something bigger because the disease wants us dead, whether it's through vomiting, not eating, obese. I was driving here and it was weird. God gives me this little... Um, driving here and I was listening to a guy who I met in a meeting and he was out at a meeting for what he was professionally 
He's out, man. He died. So with all the money and fame and property and prestige, that has nothing. I want to be rich. I want to do this. And I can be fat and miserable and kill myself. We die slower than other addicts do. Shoot yourself. Well, whatever. You know, overdose. I can't see overdosing that, that quickly to kill us. But at 272 pounds, you know, the idea for me, and I don't know the exact verbiage, to obtain and maintain a healthy body weight, I don't know what that is. That's pretty healthy, but I still see myself as fat. Not fat. Ask a doctor. Ask others. I don't know. I'm not, you know, I've got this body dysmorphia, whatever the term is, but it is a disease. If I have, I don't know today. I don't know, but from experience, if you give me a piece of seed candy, I won't see you again. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to work. I probably won't. I almost lost my business in this disease. Why I still have it, I don't know. Things keep coming in my life that have taken care of me. Um, I didn't pay my taxes. I'm paying for it today. I do it on time. When it can't be on... This is, this is deep stuff. It's a lot of ego. When I can't do it on time, I call. I took a big loan from my mom for my business. I paid it back with interest. She goes, what is this extra check? I said, it's Israel, honey. You don't need it. You don't pay. I said... And then she said, yeah, I know, you need to do it for you and your program. It's really funny. Um, if I am out and I'm with someone, oh, I go to a friend's house all the time and she's known me for many years. I'll say, can you fix me a bowl of fruit? She's like, all right, fine. I don't know what it is. At home, I get a fruit or 12 ounces of fruit. I don't know what that is. And if someone has a scale, I used to make fun of people who, who uh, weighed measured food. Fruit is the only thing. Vegetables are not an issue. Meat, yeah, whatever. Here's my abstinence. There's three meals a day with two optional snacks. Rarely do I not have one. If I get two optional snacks, I'm taking them, baby. Um, I do not eat corn. I was in Las Vegas at a business trip. Okay. What do I share about today? I got two offers from friends. I'll wrap it up. One minute. Uh, they're like, your life is boring. Just talk about our lives, right? But uh, here's the deal. I was in Vegas once, and I had a salad, and there was corn. And I took a bite, and I went, wait, is that? I took a second bite. Is that corn? Oh, my God, I broke my absence. Called my sponsor. Blah, 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 blah. Was there an intent to eat it? No. Did you want it to everything? I said, no. He goes, you didn't break your absence. If I would have finished the salad for my abstinence, it wouldn't be a slip. I would have broken my abstinence. I didn't. I moved on. I didn't decide that. I didn't eat corn. And over the, over the period of this abstinence, I didn't eat frozen mango. Frozen mango? A bowl of fruit became frozen mango and raisins. Then it became... Uh, Frozen mango and raisins. Then it became frozen mango and raisins. Normal people do not look at that as a bowl of fruit. And I'll wrap it up. Okay, so no more frozen mango. Almonds. I'm very specific on almonds. Details don't matter. Really specific things that I didn't start with that. 
I talk a lot about food, steps, sponsors. It starts with the food. This is Overeaters Anonymous, Obtaining and Maintaining a Healthy Weight Loss. That's I've got to say. Thanks for letting me share. This is the time for questions only. There is no sharing at this meeting. If you need to share, please do so with one of us after the meeting. Also, please remember that the opinions of the leader are my own, thank God, and not of Overeaters Anonymous as a whole. When asking questions, you need not identify yourself. Uh, please remember, if you ask a question, your voice may be audible on the OA podcast. Who would like? Thank you very much. Um, you were, to me, an example of how somebody can be too smart for the program. You're never too dumb for the program. <coughs> and uh, do you have any one or two particular techniques, prayers, that when you think you're thinking too much, you go to? Yeah, I do. Uh, the question was, sometimes we're too smart for the program. And I think I got the idea that it looked like maybe I was too smart for the program. If I have an idea, I'll call someone. I'll say, here's my idea. What do you suggest? I don't know. And it can be things out of program. Buying a car, which is another addiction. Uh, I don't know how to do that. Should, do you, I am going, I cannot have lunch at my normal time, 12 or 1, or 12 or 1. I have to eat it at 11.30. What do you suggest? 11.30. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Done. For the newcomers in here, when they say find a sponsor, you were a newcomer, how would you find a sponsor? Okay, the question is, how does a newcomer find a sponsor when it says find a sponsor who has what you want? I go to a meeting, five to seven meetings a week, and at the morning meeting in Studio City comes. Um, if I see somebody there every day, every other day, somebody who shares something I need to hear, somebody who has a healthy body weight, or is going toward a healthy body weight, who you know goes to other meetings and you're going to kind of hear, or what I've seen and they do it in other programs is... If I see a newcomer, I might, you're supposed to get somebody, I may say, I'm open to sponsoring. Or if someone comes up to me and said, will you sponsor me? I will give them my number. What do you want me to call you? Call me. It's not my decision. So get somebody you kind of have a feeling with. I only sponsor men, and uh, old school women sponsor women, my opinion. Does that sort of answer? Sure. I get up in the morning, I hit my knees, which I never thought, you know, good Jewish boys in the valley, you know. It was suggested by a woman who came up to me at a meeting and said, what's going on with you? I gained 100 pounds. And I hated her. She's one of the ones that got in my mind, you go back, you gained weight. What else is wrong? I hit my knees. I say the first three steps. I say the uh, third step prayer. I say the serenity prayer. I now open my hands. It was taught to me that, you know, God can come through. I'm like, I don't know. Fine. Um, I go to five to seven meetings a week, often the same meetings, so I have the community. 
sometimes I love to go to, this was my home meeting. I go to another meeting to break it up. I have sponsors, I have a sponsor, and I don't go to my sponsor for every single thing. If there are specific things, as I said, I go to other people who have more experience in that. So basically, five to seven meetings a week, abstinence, being service to others, and I love getting my sponsor's food. I commit my food in the morning. If I change it during the day, which is rare, I will text it or do it in my 10th step. I do a 10th step every night also. Oh, must you ask? Um, as of, it was bad for many reasons. Um, she's not the sister I wanted. I don't have the family that I wanted. What a flippin' surprise. Today I'm in acceptance, pretty much. I keep the drama out of it. Mother's Day is, I, oh, I actually called her. I like to call as opposed to text. It's much more difficult to call. You gotta do this. And I called her, I said, hey, hey, is that wrapping up? Okay. Okie dokie. I called, I said, hey, what about this, this, and this for mom? I'll think about it. She called me back. I'd love to. That is my relationship with my sister. Because the drama and the anger and the angst and the resentment, that doesn't cause anything where I have to make an amends or I get angry or if I don't get it out, I'll eat. I will eat, not I may. So Simple. Simplicity. Get out of the drama. When I leave my mom's house and I'm this emotion, that emotion, that emotion, or that emotion, I pick up the phone. And if I can't get you, and I can't get you, and if I just have to leave voicemails, I do it. I don't hang on to it. There's only so much God I have to connect to a voice or a face to get to God. What have I learned this time as opposed to the other few times that I... This is serious. I finally realized... It was pulling in the garage that night that I was dying. I knew I was dying. And uh, for me, the other thing is, I have... And I learned this from a man in the room. Let's say it's 9.30 right now. Okay, for argument's sake. I have 14 and a half hours to go. 13 and a half? 14 and a half. I have 14 and a half hours to go. That's it. Next, I take direction. I don't question the direction. Uh, it's just more simple. It's simpler because I knew I was dying. And uh, my mother's getting old. Er, she still works harder than all of us. My mother fell down a flight of stairs. Where did she break? These. 80 years old. I want to enjoy her. I don't want to have to make amends again. What's important to me today? That's important. And if I kill myself with food, I won't have a pulse. Telling people, I'm scared of blah, 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 blah. And they'll either say, go to God, and I'm like, oh, enough about God, go to God. Or, what are you fearful for? And what is it? It's very rare. If I'm mad at you, I'm not mad at you. If I'm mad at you, heart, it's not about you. It's not about you. 
you know, I bought a car I couldn't afford in my profession. I need a big car and had this kind of trunk. My friend had died. I put on 60 pounds that time. It, it was about that. It wasn't about, oh my God, what did I buy? I used the car, right? I needed my fix. It had nothing to do with that. I was, I was sad that my friend had died. So is that sort was that your question? I may have confused it. Okay. Okay. Yes. The only thing I can remember is it was the physical, it was the, just my body went down and I let go. I let go and it was in the garage. I just was like, it was like automatic. Uh, I hadn't experienced that before. And that is what, relating back to this, uh, that's when I knew I don't want to die this time. I didn't take it as seriously. I was younger and, you know, it was fine. And, and I knew that feeling was I'm dying. So the specific feeling, I can't describe, but, yeah. Thank you very much, Tyler. Your uh, idea of a personal God has changed through the years. And I don't try to figure it out. It's the little things. Like having a thought driving down fountains that I had. Um, being with a fellow before the meeting and saying, have you heard from Blip text? Where's that from? Where's that, where would that come from? Blip, have you heard from Blip? There they are. Uh, little things that happen. God, my mom falling down a flight of stairs, breaking her glasses. That should not have happened. God, acceptance as opposed to why did this happen? If I question too much, and I question God and why, I will eat. So, except there, acceptance. One word, I never answer in one word. Those who know me. Yes. Sometimes I go, um, how do I handle it? I used to sabotage it. And when I want to sabotage it, which I often do, I will call a friend. And my friend will give me, a fellow will give me the reality. And I will go through the fear and say, all right, I'll do what you suggest. So uh, it's not like when things are bad, I want to eat. When things are good, when things are sunny, when things are rainy, I want to eat. Because that's my, that's the disease. So what do I do? Usually call another and just say, help. I do a lot of that. Come now, you shy group. Oh, yeah. Do I negotiate with my willingness and what do I do? Is that the question? Yes. Totally. Right. Steps, 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 steps. I don't want to do them. I can't do them. I'm too busy. Blah, 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 blah. I have to if I want to stay alive. If I want to be... If I binged on the way here, if I wanted to eat, I, I could stand up here and put... I was thinking of this. I could put on a fabulous show. I'm good at that. That's not... If I binged on the way here, I couldn't be of service. So, like, willingness, you know. Um, 
pray for willingness. Sometimes I pray for the willingness to pray for the willingness, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I let it go much more. I can't force anything, but I do have the choice to make a decision. I can't control my disease. So willingness, sometimes it takes a while and it's like, all right, fine. Sometimes it's okay, fine. No, it's usually not. Patience. I have right now, I think, three, which means two, maybe three. It's the willingness. It's the willingness. I've been there. You know, so the number of maybe two or three. I sponsor a guy. All right, here's God, and this is a perfect example of willingness. I was asked to speak at a phone meeting. Resentment. I'm going to a friend's house. I'm going to be lying in the sun. I was lying in the sun leading a meeting. Who says you can't? I've led a meeting, a phone meeting from my car when I was driving down the freeway, got off and just sat there. Thank God for technology. A guy hadn't been to a meeting for nine years. He went to a phone meeting. And I kept, he said, can I have your number? Can I have your number? Like three times. He called me the next day. I've been sponsoring him now for, I think, nine months. He's abstinent. He cannot go to meetings where he lives. The closest one is like two hours away. So to, with his group, he can't go to meetings. He goes to a meeting maybe once a month when he comes in. He started a phone meeting. Okay. He goes to it every night. He goes to, uh, when he says, I'm going to a meeting, he goes to, well, I live there and I live there, blah, blah, blah. My feeling is if you can go to a meeting, you go to a meeting and you get a face-to-face person. If you can't go to a meeting, you know, if somebody asks me to sponsor them on a phone meeting, I'll say, can you get to a meeting? Somebody needs work and they're willing to do what I do, I'll do it. If they're not willing to do, I'll say, you know what, I think you want to, this just happened. You may want to get somebody who is willing to work it as you are willing to work it. So, long distance, whatever works. Absolutely. Thank you.